Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's 5.30 in the morning London time on Monday the 6th of February. Economists of a certain age are now condemned to have Nina's 1984 pop song, 99 Red Balloons, playing on repeat loop in their minds for the rest of the week. The US shooting down of the Chinese balloon has provoked a predictable amount of diplomatic outrage. The general consensus is that this has led to a cooling of relations between China and the United States. The question is whether financial markets will care beyond an initial knee-jerk reaction. In reality, this incident is enough to cause political problems, but it seems unlikely that it will change the relative economic stance of the two countries. Trade taxes are unlikely to be levied over an oversized party balloon, and markets were not particularly expecting any lessening of tariffs. Worsening tensions may conceivably mean that China limits tourists travelling to the United States, say, but that flow has not really begun post the zero-Covid policy. Markets will continue to digest the US employment report from last Friday. The numbers will be revised a lot, and it's worth remembering that the quality of the employment report data is distinctly lower than it was before the pandemic. The payrolls report of the establishment survey was very strong. This seems to reflect reduced firing by firms rather than an absolute strength in hiring. Labour hoarding still seems to be in play and with a decline in the churn rate of people jumping from company to company, that would make labour hoarding more powerful when it comes to payrolls. The household survey, adjusted to match the formulation of payrolls, showed only a tiny fraction of payrolls job creation. The average hourly earnings, which are not wages, fit with the payroll survey in that lower paid jobs were the ones that appeared to being retained. This will have pulled down the average of the average hourly earnings. The overall impression is of a labour market that was strong, but not perhaps quite as strong as the headlines had indicated. For the day ahead, we have German December factory orders data due. Typically, this data is likely to be revised stronger. It's about revised up about twice as often as it's revised down. But that is relatively normal for German data. Global demand for goods is slowing as consumption patterns revert to a more normal balance between services and stuff. Indeed, the risk for manufacturing, and thus for factory orders, is that this balance overcorrects and that demand for services, which seems very resilient, goes above normal levels, while demand for goods is undermined further. To that end, there are euro area retail sales numbers as well. These are for December and are expected to have fallen in year-on-year terms, But as this data is focused on goods, unlike US restaurant spending, it's unlike the US restaurant spending is not included, the move may say more about changing consumption patterns than overall consumer spending indications. We also have a number of central bank speakers today from the Bank of England and the European Central Bank in particular. And while they're concerned about domestic consumption, they are unlikely to offer particularly fresh insights so soon after last week's policy decisions. The Bank of England, which is potentially closer to the peak of interest rates, may offer the more interesting commentary. That's all for today. Have a good day. 
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.